Welcome to Read from Read Santa Clara. I'm your host, David Fournier. We have a special episode for you. Let's begin with the Word of the Week. The word of this episode is inspire. Inspire means to give someone the desire or courage to do something. In a sentence, we may say, My parents' achievements inspired me to write a book about them. Similar words include activate, encourage, and motivate. March was Women's History Month, and we focus on an interview with pioneer Ruth Colvin, who we have had featured before on this podcast, and she now has a new book about her life. One person said this. I never met Ruth, but I saw Ruth once. But after reading her, the memoir, I said, I've got to see that woman again. (laughs) Another tutor said this. The most inspirational book that I've ever read. It is a gift hearing Ruth speak. Here is Ruth in her own words with a story she shares from her book. Enjoy. And, and you, you read the story of my father dying so early when he was 2039 in 1929. But that uh, they had saved for me to go to the University of Illinois. But when I was 17, we went to my uncle who was in charge of my father's estate. They didn't write a will in those days and said, it's time for Ruthie to go to the university. He said, no, we're saving it for the boys. That was my first inkling that I was living in a man's world. But I had no choice. See, there again, you have no choice in your early times. So that's when I went to the tiny junior college, which is the grandfather of community colleges. That's where I met Bob, the love of my life. (laughs) There are blessings in disguise you don't know. Well, you have no control over your background. You have no control over how you were brought up. You have no control over your education. So it's important to me to say that you do have something on your future. As you look back in your own life, you realize some of the things that were bad and you thought, oh, it's a disappointment. It's very awful. Sometimes they're a blessing in disguise. Can you tell us about lifelong learning? There are many ways to get knowledge. It doesn't have to be the piece of paper. It doesn't have to be the degree. And it's lifelong learning. So we keep going. Can we learn from our mistakes? When I made my mistakes, my when my daughter read the book, she said, Oh, Mom, do you, do you want people to know all your mistakes? And I said, Well... I learn from my mistakes. They can learn from my mistakes too. Because if you don't make, if you don't do anything, 
you don't make any mistakes. But I want to encourage you, do something. When you make a mistake, learn from it and change, but don't give up. You're right on, kiddo. I am proud of you. We talked about pride in a past episode of this podcast. What fills you with pride? Remember, it's never one person. It's never me. It's all of you that have followed. I'm just so proud of you young people, because you're all young in my life, that you have taken my dream and keep, keep it going. Keep it going. I thank you. You mentioned the Girl Scouts in your book. Can you share a story about that? I was in Chicago, and I had heard of Girl Scouts, but I had never been a Girl Scout. And after my father died, I thought I would like to be one. So when I was about 14 years old, my mother let me find out where there was but it was quite a distance away and it was in in the evening. But my mother didn't drive a car, so I had to take a streetcar alone. About I was about 14 years old down there. Well, it was a wonderful experience for me, but I had never been to camp. I had never known anything. So the one thing my mother said, what do you want to do? I said, it could, could we save enough for two weeks for me to go to the Girl Scout camp. And they finally, they said yes. So I went. I was the one that knew the least there, but I learned so much and it meant a great deal to me. So after I got married and I had a little girl, I thought I've got to get a Girl Scout for her. So they said, Ruth, why don't you be the leader? Well, I'd had so little experience, but I took all the training for Girl Scout leader, and I did it, and I had my trope, and I had 15 in the book. You see the pictures of my Girl Scouts there. and uh, But there again, where did I learn learner-centered? Back there, I said, well, now what do you girls want to do? Oh, and they said, we want to learn to go to camp. The one thing I did not know at all. So what do I do? So what I did, I went to Edith Mason, which is their national camp. My husband took me there. My daughter was a little girl at that time, and he took care of them. There, I was the only one that had never had camping experience. Well, you know, when you're the lowest, the dumbest, you learn most. So I learned a lot. That's where I got all my girls and camping outfits, and that's where we decided to look for some land where we could have a camp. And that's where we found this 62 acres, which we still have. I can't, I can't get there anymore. But I had the Girl Scout troops there. I had them all there, and it's made a difference in all of our lives. So you never know when things are going to change. You are a very healthy person at 104 years of age at this time. You stay active and eat healthy, correct? Up until the COVID, I would go to the gym twice a week and work on 20 machines. And the people will say, oh, isn't it nice you like to exercise? I said, who said I like to exercise? <laughs> I say, it's like a car. 
You can have the best car in the world, the best tires, the best motor, the best everything else. But unless you put gas in it and use it, it's no good. So that's why you have to put, I have to watch what I eat, what I, and I, you lose your appetites this time. But I see to it that I do and that I keep doing it. Women's history includes another giant figure named Ruth. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Did you two ever meet? I have never met her, but I have written to her I before she died. Because there again, she had something that I thoroughly believe in. On the Supreme Court, she did her own research. Some of the others in that time had their assistants do it. But she did her, I've read her book and I've, I've seen her videos. I've done everything with her, with, for both Ruth's. And, uh, but what she did, she believed completely in what she did her research in. But when she got done, she said, that's only half the problem. Unless I can listen to the other side, I don't have an open mind. I have, I'm biased. So after she did her research, she would go to the other side and looked at it as much as she did to her own. She usually came back, was more convinced, but she said, occasionally I changed my mind. That's what I think is important, that you have an open mind and know how, convinced as Ruth Ginsburg was, listening to the other side, you might change your mind. Are there any female historical figures you would like to call attention to? At a Zoom meeting with uh, Australia, and they sent me a book, Women Heroes, and they talk about the time of Martin Luther in the 13th, 14th, 1500s, and how women were as important as men, but not very many, and nobody heard about them at all. And this is what, what they've done. So it's gone back a long way. And I keep learning of other women. You have been inducted into the Women's Hall of Fame. And this month, you spoke on a virtual meeting with them. This is the first time, you know, I'm going to be talking to the forum of the... Uh, National Women's Hall of Fame. There again, it's the first time I learned. You're, she's the oldest living inductee of the National Women's Hall of Fame. So that's where my honor is. I'm the oldest. Thank you, Ruth. And thank you. And if ever, if I ever get to California again, you can be sure I'll, I'll call to see if we can't meet meet in person. A learner shares a book review with us on another historical woman named Cleopatra. People who lived in the past, which was around BC 30, worshipped Cleopatra as a god. The Roman Empire was in, intended to expand their land continuously, so many people might fight to make their livings. She gave birth to four children, but didn't get married until she committed suicide. Her life was so dramatic and full of fights that I couldn't imagine it at all. 
she dreamed that her son had got the same status as she had, such as becoming a king or a god. Moreover, she could have a fear of losing her power and position. I learned from the book that kings and queens ruled their countries in the past. The throne was inherited by the descendants, even though they were still young, such as 13 years old. Cleopatra got a throne from her father when she She was just 20 years old. Cleopatra and her young brother fought for the power and riches of Egypt. It was so immoral and cruel to kill brothers and sisters to obtain a throne. But it could happen because the king and queen played every role, including judge, politician, priest, And even God. This is the most significant difference between the society in which Cleopatra existed and the one we live in the present. My biggest question was whether Cleopatra cared more about people or power. There were two men who were Roman generals and had a relationship with her. One of them was named Caesar. She seems to be attracted by his power. Caesar knew she didn't care about him, but she only cared about his control of Rome. Caesar and Cleopatra compromised that he gave the power of Rome. In exchange for the riches of Egypt. After Caesar was murdered, she had a relationship with Antony. He was Caesar's friend and a Roman general. His personality was more prayerful, and he didn't desire to be the empire of Rome. Cleopatra. And Antony enjoyed spending time together. He had never bragged about his status, so he was also loved by Greek people. She spent surprise to him when he had a hard time in the Battle of Peruthion. Antony wasn't able to win the battle, but he conquered Armenia. Cleopatra and Antony declared in public that Cleopatra's son would be the king of the nation. Antony was accused of devotion to Cleopatra by Roman senators. And finally, General Octavius declared a war. Antony and Cleopatra were almost defeated by the Roman Empire. But Cleopatra encouraged Antony to keep persisting in the fight. In spite of her encouragement, Antony became helpless and killed himself. Cleopatra embraced Antony. She killed herself, and they were buried together. In my opinion, she devoted her life 
to obtaining power. But in the end, she chose to die beside Antony. Therefore, I think she cared more about people. The last day to file taxes for 2020 is May 17th, 2021. The library has many resources to help you file for free. It is important to file early to update your information with the IRS as they are now sending out stimulus checks to eligible people. Filing and setting up direct deposit also allows you to get your refund sooner. Contact your local library for help. The California State Library is collecting COVID diaries. If you are interested in sharing your voice, visit their website in our description or search online for. COVID diaries. The virus that causes COVID 19 is spread through the air. You can't tell when someone is infected with COVID. This is why it is so important to treat everyone you don't live with like they might have COVID and take precautions like wearing a mask, keeping your distance, getting tested. And if you are able to get vaccinated, go ahead and book your appointment. Feel free to contact us at readsantaclara.org. We welcome your feedback or rate us wherever you choose to listen to this podcast. Also, note that there are libraries in your area. That welcome you to connect with them. Be safe and take care.